Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership, here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here sitting over there at the helm today making us sound good doing her best trying her darndest back from a what i'm sure was just a weekend filled with romance it's the yeah. duchess of the dorks ashley pickle howdy hi ashley how are you was it a good valentine's day uh yeah i mean quinn worked 10 softball games so i saw him a collective total of maybe 15 minutes this weekend she so. guys just high five and be like hey cool yeah. hey Keep up the good work. And yeah. Then, and then kept going. <laughs> My wife and I have been married for long enough now that, like, especially when it's an anniversary that's not ending in a five or a zero, which we haven't gotten any of that in zeros. But, yeah. uh, like, aside from the fifth anniversary, it's just been like, hey, like, cool. Do you want me to pick up something for dinner? Yep. And then, like, <laughs> high five. It just kind of loses its luster. Uh, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. Uh, Daniel Agnew, Tony, Allison Brown, Matthew McSpadden, and a special honorable mention to Trisha Pickle, who came in fifth. Oh, brownie points for mom. Good job, Trish. Mm. See, this feels she like have a big. <laughs> this feels a, like biased. She had a know? birthday. Oh, that was definitely week? yeah. Last week. Yeah, yeah she had a big birthday. Yeah. The, the pickles tore it up on their on the week over the weekend. The birthday, you know? the yeah. birthday, paging Doctor Girl, Doctor Birthday Girl. <laughs> Those other dulcet tones you hear. Hello. It's Matt Step. Hello. Wow. Yeah. Matt Step Monday in the house. It is Matt Step Monday. You'll uh, love to see it because. It is uh, it's President's Day. Yes, and I'm off. And you're off of your big and boy job. And he's president business. So he's he, president he, business. He so we are graced with the presence. <laughs> Wearing a t-shirt and basketball shirt. <laughs> president It's like business. a lovely day. It's like 70 outside. It's beautiful. I know. Dude, the it's weather great. yesterday. Yeah. Woo. Choice. Lovely. Very, On very point, choice. Texas, you did well. Yeah, yeah, but then, of course, like later this week. It's, it's going to be, be freezing. Like the 40s. But I will be in the valley, definitely so cold. it'll be warmer what? down there. When I land, so I went to Lubbock uh, for the coaches clinic, and when I landed, when I got off the plane Friday at – lovely Preston Smith International Airport. Mm. It's so small. It was yes, <laughs> eight gates. Uh, it was 28 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was really cold. Let me do this first. Today is Monday, February 17th, 2020. 283 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 905. 905. Jeff Baker's OPS in his Texas Rangers career. That's a home run Baker. 
the one known as Home Run Baker, the only one ever known as Home Run Baker. Uh, okay, on today's show, guys, Matt steps in. So uh, we're going to have come an impromptu mailbag uh, because I know that you guys have questions for Step because he's smarter than I am. So ask your questions on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's, uh, and we'll get to as many of those as we can. We're just going to kind of, you know, talk. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. We're having a holiday talk. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to talk with, uh, with Step uh, all episode, and we will sprinkle in your questions coming up here uh, throughout the course of the program. Uh, I am required to say happy birthday to my wife. I'm required to. Happy birthday, Tep Wife. Happy birthday, Tep Wife. Uh, She's the one who helped design the studio, so she gets a shout-out on this show. Um, Yes. And, okay, you brought up a point just – what did I say? What were you saying right before I (laughs) – I I, I totally blanked. I was talking about uh, Coach's Clinic. Loving. Okay, you. Oh. You. I didn't do it. Yo, here's what she did. She goes, oh, man, that's such a tiny airport, Ashley. What? It is. It's Th- small. That is spoken. That is spoken. What? A, what an airport snob, an airport elitist. Yes. Only large airports over here. No, 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 no. I was fly no, into, uh, fly into Beaumont, San Angelo, San Angelo. Two gates. Yes, okay, I think Beaumont has two. Here is my reasoning behind it: is I when I saw the first time I flew in there, I saw that it was named the an international airport. That's so true. True. For yeah. my thinking, like when I think international airport, I think. Oh, it's going to be fairly bigger. Like if it's just a municipal airport or just a regular airport, I don't expect it to be large in the state of Texas other if it, it you know, a few oh. of them. But if it says international airport and I got there and there were only 8 gates, I was a little taken aback. Trying I'm not to th- trying to remember. Do they have any international flights? No, and that's what in? I I don't Yeah, I bet to Mexico. I bet, I, to Mexico. Yeah. Right. Mexico. Oh, okay. well, it's like for example, like I flew into Harlingen yeah. once. I think it was Harlingen and it's like I think it's 8 gates. That's an international yeah. airport. Yeah. yeah. The Corpus one it has Corpus, uh, 6 gates. Corpus yeah. is small too. I just I don't know when I saw international I just thought like mm-hmm. oh this is gonna be bigger than I think that it like I would, was like Lubbock probably won't have that big of an airport and then it was tiny okay underrated airports in Texas okay okay, okay. I'll put Lubbock in that mix Lubbock's a nice airport it's not the the, the food options were plentiful it was nice yeah, I nice. like the Corpus one uh Personally. I I will go to my grave telling people that Midland Odessa yes. airport is so nice yes. <laughs> for that size of a market oh my gosh that yes. airport's beautiful yes. and Shout out to El Paso. Yeah, El Paso's El Paso. got a El Paso. nice airport. And you can see the mountains in the back. Like yes. That's what I really like about the El Paso one. El Paso's got an underrated airport yeah. uh, as well. Um, so, anyway. Uh, airport talk. Yes. Um, okay. So, um, let's talk, Matthew, Yeah. about football. Do you like football? I love football. Okay. Hey, how about the Renegades? How about the Renegades? Yeah. Renegades Pucci had a good plane ride good, home. Good for good for Pucci. Yes. Good for Pucci. Did you like the uh, NBA All Star Game last night? Uh, I loved it. I the loved fourth the quarter. Uh, fourth quarter format was great. Um, kind of reminded me of playground. You know, first one to fifteen wins. I love that. Um, I love the slam dunk contest. That was a great slam dunk contest. That was yeah. A good dunk contest. yeah, it was one of it like was was especially because the past couple of years have been. Yeah, it was great. Aaron, Aaron Gordon's like, right awesome. The guy for the Heat, can't think of his name now, Derek Jr. or something. Is it Derek mm-hmm. Jones Jr. or something? But he was great. And my, my boy Pat Connaughton with the white man can't jump outfit, he was awesome. <laughs> and I, saw, I tweeted out a gif where he did like a lawnmower celebration one time before a game. Oh, was the so good. Thing. He, he's, he's climbing up the power rankings. And that dunk, he didn't even make the finals, but that 50 dunk where he – he jumped over Giannis, tapped the backboard, and then dunked it two hands. I was like, we have. I, I just don't understand how people can think that the athletes 
of yesteryear are better than the athletes of no. today. The guy, those when guys are you doing look stuff. at just like compare like they were doing that whole it's thing in, in the lead up of like the Dominique versus Michael Jordan dunk contest, which is considered like one of the greatest dunk contests of all time, right? And you watch it and it's like Dominique Wilkins did a windmill and you're like Cool. Yeah. Like and, and really good. I can't do that. But yeah, Aaron Gordon. He windmilled from one step inside the free throw line. Yes. Which is like, what? I so, know. yeah, evolution is, yeah, I know. those guys are just doing Like, we've just gotten stuff. better at sports, guys. It's okay yeah. to say that. Yes. We've just gotten better at sports. Uh, okay, on to football. Um, you have, uh, you've been, uh, it's step-bomb season. Step-bomb season. It's yes. step-bomb season. Yes. Um, including, you had uh, a couple of them come down on... Uh, this uh, like late this past week, mm-hmm. this Friday, um, most notably Collin uh, County stand up. It was yeah, a, it was a huge in one County. in DF, in DFW. If you yeah. kind of want want to run through the big ones for you, yeah. So uh, you know, Plano opened mm-hmm. up. That was the the big big one. We talked. You know, you talked about it a little bit on Friday's show. Um, it's not a surprise. I mean, the 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 Plano fan base has been really clamoring, um, wanting a change and. With the change in the athletic director, I think this made a good made for a good transition. So, um, I'm really interested to see what direction Jeff Smith, the AD at Plano, goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Plano's got challenges. You mentioned their setup. For those of you who don't know, Plano is Plano has a high school senior high setup. So basically, they have two high schools that feed in to their senior high. Their high schools are grades nine and ten, and then their senior highs are grades eleven and twelve. So the head football coach at Plano Senior High has limited contact with the ninth and 10th graders because they're at two separate schools. You're working with two separate school principals, two separate sets of assistant coaches. Um, there's just a lot of logistical challenges there. And uh, it's a unique situation, and it makes it tough to deal with. And I think it's a system that, perfectly honest, in my opinion, is a bit antiquated. Yeah, that, that model for Plano worked back in the in the seventies and eighties when Plano was uh, the only school. Or it was one time, was Plano was yeah. the only school. Plano East didn't open until eighty four, and Plano was so much bigger, much bigger than everyone else. Well, Allen, in essence, Allen has out Plano'd Plano ISD. Yes, and the Allen model is what's worked because they have that vertical alignment from grade seven all the way to grade 12. Right. Plano doesn't have that. So a lot of coaches are aware of that, and I don't know if a lot of coaches are going to want to deal with that. And, and so that's that's an interesting point because, like, on one hand, you take a look at Plano and the the history that they have. They're one of the winningest programs oh, in, yeah. in state history. They are, they, are a, they are a prestige job. Yes. And yet I would be very interested to see who applies for it. Mm-hmm. They're going to be – they're not going to be short on applicants, but I think this notion that – uh, they can pick their coach, right? I like th- maybe that used to be the case, but yeah. I just don't know if that's the case. Like for example, I'm I'm trying to think of just a hot. Like let's just take uh, Josh Gibson at Pleasant Grove for example. He's a hot coach, right? He's a two titles in three years. Turn that program around. He's a hot name. He's got ties to that right program. Now. Yeah, he's got ties to that part of the state. He's got ties to that program, and yet, like I think that he would be a guy that you would he would look at that system and be like, you know what, the system that I have here at PG. Mm-hmm. is probably superior to that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you think about it, the really interesting thing is Plano, uh, since since like the late 60s, has pretty much always had the same lineage of coaches. It went from, you know, John Clark, mm-hmm. who John Tom Kimbrough, Gerald Brents, J. Don McCullough. That, that, 
that lineage has been there since the late 60s. It's been Plano guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think for the first time since the, the 60s, you know, when Plano was a 2A school, mm-hmm. they're going to have someone from outside the ranks take over. Because I, I don't see this being an internal hire. I think they're going to go outside the district. Well, and the other thing about that is you go back to last year where Plano, met, Plano West made a change. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, and we've, we talk about this a lot, that Plano ISD generally has been a pretty insular. Um, They've been averse to new ideas. They, they have. Well, what I mean by <laughs> that is that they have generally hired Plano guys. Uh-huh. It's like you've got to be from Plano I to understand the system. You got to understand the system to do it. Uh, you, you look at the guys they've hired. The McCullough brothers, uh, chief among them, are Plano guys, right? And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Hire an alum, and it's a dream job for a lot of guys to go and coach at your alma mater or go coach at the place you came from. Mm-hmm. But when Plano West hired from outside last year. That kind of piqued our interest, like, oh, maybe they're going to change things. And yeah. so that's what makes this particularly intriguing as an opening because it's the flagship school. It's the flagship oh, yeah. school, and I think this will be telling of the direction, not just of Plano High, but of Plano ISD. Absolutely. I, I totally agree 100%. There. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be very interesting. Uh, you know, other, other uh, you know, big-time uh, openings that came down uh, recently uh, was the one that, that kind of and, – and talk about – hitting him twice, like in a row, was Wiley. Yes. Wiley, um, Bill Howard uh, retires after a long time there, 14 years as the head coach there at Wiley. He was there for longer than that. He was there for almost maybe that long as an assistant under uh, Mark Ball. Yeah. I think he had been at Wiley High School for well over 20 years. Jeez. Uh, Well, they they do what is – you see every once in a while, which is they basically announce the retirement and the replacement Mm – in the same press release, yeah. uh, which is that Jimmy Carter, the defense coordinator, is going to take up take over. I made the point on Friday. That seems like a very wily thing to do, simply because they did last time when Mark Ball left. Yeah, they just promoted Bill Howard. Yeah, and then they went defensive coordinator there too. So, uh, and that's that's their that's their identity. They're, that that wily high. Wiley mm-hmm. Wiley High is a defensive program. Yes. Uh, it is not surprising necessarily that they promoted from from within and promote Jimmy Carter, the defensive coordinator. No, not at all. And Wiley is a, a solid job. Uh, they've been you know competitive in, in their districts. Um, and the, you know the, that's a that's a, ta- a team that will will be fine. Uh, you won't see much of a difference uh, in the change in, in kind of the transition there uh, with uh, Jimmy Bill Howard to Jimmy Carter. Um, Second, I think speaking of President's Day, he's uh, we have James Polk and Jimmy Carter as head coaches. Oh my gosh, huh. that's right. Yeah, huh? We had Andrew Jackson before he passed away. Yeah, R.I.P. But yeah, okay. I did get a question about this on Twitter, okay. and you may have to dance around this because Uh-oh. I think we. <laughs> But uh, obviously, step tease. obviously, yeah. there's a lot of people, especially in our comments, who are interested in Quero. Yes, Quero is a big name program. Obviously, they uh, they have an opening at the moment. Travis Reeve left to go be the head coach at New Caney after New Caney. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it, it made a change there. I am interested what you know can say. And again, it's probably I know worth, who they're hiring. It's it's probably it's probably worth hitting the reset <laughs> button. We're not doing this to be coy. We're doing this out of respect for the process. The, the process. Yeah. We're doing this out of respect for the coaches involved. Um, we're not just, you know, we, we could. There's a lot more people involved. Yeah. And, 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 right. and it's, yeah. it's not fair to the kids. They should that, be, yeah. The kids should be able to hear from their new coach. And the, and the kids who, who at the place that this coach is leaving should hear from should hear from leaving. there exactly. right and then and it's I trying don't to know, be fair to the most number of people and I don't know if Quero's called the other finalists to let them know they right. didn't get the job so right. they shouldn't be hearing it from me right so um, 
but I do know that there are a lot of people interested in this. Yeah. Um, the name that I heard is, I think, the same name you have heard, mm -hmm. which would be a pretty big name for yeah. them. I think I put it in Slack. Yeah, I think, I think you did. Uh, so, yeah, it's a big name. Uh, he's got state championship pedigree, and he's been a successful head coach. So, And it will cause another job to open up. Yes. So uh, that's what Thursday. That's what I, we've maybe heard. Maybe Wednesday. I might – I think he's telling the kids Wednesday. I think he might give me the okay to tweet it out on Wednesday. We'll okay, see. I'll text him and ask. Got it. Uh, but yeah, be Quero fans will be. I think I think Quero fans will be happy with the hire. I think so yes. too. Mm -hmm. um, okay, is there any? Now you you kind of teased this this week uh, on on Twitter over the weekend. Yes. You think this is going to be a busy week? Yes, a lot of hires. I think a lot. Of, yeah. A lot of this is a big school board meeting week, so I think we're going to see a lot of hires. According to us. Uh, according to TexasFootball.com, uh, there are 43 openings right yes, now. Yes, a now lot some, of get filled. Now, some of those have been guys who are – some of them are here's, – here's a perfect example of two of them. Uh, Arthur Lewis has, has retired at Beaumont United. Mm -hmm. Beaumont United is looking for another coach. That's not surprising. Beaumont, uh, Beaumont United, of course, is, the, is what happened when Central and Ozan yes. merged to become a 6A. They turned to a – well-respected guy to help get the program off. Who the, had done it off, before yeah. Ozen opened it. Right. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. To get the program off the ground. He, he, I don't think anybody was expecting Arthur Lewis to, to, to stay out of retirement for a long time. And, and, and you know, I think he was he, – he was not – they're paying him, so it's not like yeah. he was doing them a favor. Yeah. But he was doing. He, but he was, but I think he. I think he wanted to do that to help Beaumont ISD. He said, I'll take two years, and then I'm going to move yeah. on. That's an example of a job that we don't know where they're going and stuff like that. And is well, no, but Beaumont United, they have – I mean, it's pretty it, – you know, Ashley Elam tweeted it out, oh. and I kind of knew. They're hiring Marcus Graham, who was the Duncanville oh. um, offensive line coach, assistant offense. He was a – I don't think he was the head offensive line coach, but he was – Marcus Graham, if you don't remember – if you remember, was the head coach at El Paso Socorro mm -hmm. and El Paso Burgess. He coached Aaron Jones in high school mm -hmm. at UTEP. Um, had some good years at Burgess. They went, I think, uh, nine and three and ten and three in back-to-back -back seasons. Uh, Coach Graham's a Beaumont native. Um, he's from the area, familiar with 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 the lay of the land in Beaumont. And I think Be he'll do a good job at Beaumont United just because of uh, it. It's not Jason Herring, by the way, Caleb Davis. Um, <laughs> ah, I was and waiting. and uh, I think he'll do a good job at, at Beaumont. Beaumont's dropping down from six A mm -hmm. to five A, and I, I think he'll he'll do a good job there. So Mark, he's the third Duncanville assistant to be named head coach this offseason. So that's one that's not like a domino hire, right? Where you have, well, head coach leave another position to open up another mm -hmm. coach. One that is, is, for example, Katie Made Creek. Katie Made yes. Creek uh, hired Brian Randall, the head coach at Ailey Taylor. Yes. Uh, and so Ailey Taylor leaves after four years. Now Ailey Taylor's open. So there are these different kinds of openings right now, but you, you're saying that this week... Um, is going to be a busy week for school boys. Yeah, so we'll see a few high. We'll see a few domino effects. So, like, I, I anticipate Lovejoy will be a domino effect. Mm -hmm. um, it will cause another job to open up. Um, I've heard. I've been told that Alamo Heights, which had separated AD and head football coach, um, is. I've, I'm being told they're going to combine AD head football coach, and I'm being told that that a current head coach in the Dallas Fort Worth area is going to take the Alamo mm. Heights job. Mm. So we'll see um, how that goes down there. Um, I think Lovejoy is going to – it's not a gr big secret who Lovejoy is going to hire. I'm not going to say the guy's name or anything, but if you look hard enough, you can kind of put the dots together. That will open up a very good job in the Metroplex. However, I think that job is going to stay in-house. I don't think it's going to be, quote, unquote, open. Okay. Um, uh, Daniel Sanchez had a question about the Burleson job. Yes. Um, they just made an AD hire. Yeah, well, they have made an AD hire, and they have, a, they have a head coach opening. So the new AD will get to hire a head coach mm -hmm. at Burleson. So Kevin Ozy is the new AD 
at Burleson ISD, replacing Phil Anderson, who retired. Um, Coach OZ is uh, well-respected. He's been an AD at Duncanville, South Lake Carroll, Arlington ISD. And then he went to private practice he for did. a while. And then, then he was he was Jones and didn't get back in. Yeah. He, yeah. he, was, he helped uh, kind of organize playoff games at AT&T Stadium, and he was – He had the itch. He, yeah, he had the itch to get back in. <laughs> Great hire for Burleson. He'll do a good job for that district um, with those two high schools. And Gary McElroy takes over at Peaster. Um, and honestly, uh, you know, I, I think Coach McElroy had been looking – to get to a smaller place. He'd been at Burleson for a while. There had been some chirping about him there, so I almost feel like he may have gotten out of Burleson. Uh, it's better to leave a job a year early than leave a job a year late, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. That is true. Uh, so I think he felt like Peaster was a good situation for his family. Um, he's got a son who's going to be a sophomore next year. Um, and a lot of people think Peaster could be the next Brock. Yeah, uh, by the way. similar to Brock. For those who don't know, Peaster is a is a program that has played an outlaw schedule the last two years. They have been aligned into a UIL district, right? No, they, no, they, no, no. They, they were going to play two more years. They're, they're taking two more years. So McElroy's got two years to get Peaster ready to jump into a district. They'll be around on that 3AD1, 4AD2 border. They're growing very fast. Mm-hmm. If you go out there, they are throwing up subdivisions left and right. Peaster is just a little north of Weatherford. Right. Uh, if, for those of you geographically challenged um but yeah he i think he'll do uh he's he's a good coach he's been at a smaller school he was at nakona for a while so he, he kind of knows they land so he's got two years to take and get that program up and running and ready for varsity football so um, they, they've been a power and others peaster's very good at basketball boys basketball baseball track they're good at just about everything so and by the way i mean we, we mentioned plano but there's another uh, a number of other very high profile jobs open mm-hmm. uh sci fair is yes. still open uh, right. although it hadn't been too too long yeah they're, um, they're bringing in finalists this week mm-hmm. um i'm hearing a name out of central texas for that job mm-hmm. um as one of the one of the contenders there sci fair is a great i think sci fair is a job where you just go in and say hey boys what, what have we been doing let's just keep doing yeah that. i would not go in and reinvent the reinvent the wheel um there at all um at sci fair that's that's a program that you can just step right in and win 10 games pretty quickly uh, another job that's that's pretty pretty high profile i'd say down in the, uh, in the houston area is, is ridge point four pin yep. ridge point and i think they're open. down to a few finalists as well they've been, they, they went they were interviewing guys last week um, heard a couple of internal coordinators within Fort Bend ISD are in the mix, and then a head coach outside of Fort, Fort Bend ISD, not far away, um, is in the mix there um, as well. And I, my guess would be that head coach from outside of the district is probably the leader in the clubhouse um, at the moment at Ridge Point. And then a couple of hot jobs, jobs that, that I think are, are open that with teams that were really good last year at least, uh, Colleyville Heritage. Uh, is open. Of course, Joe yep. Willis uh, left Colleyville Heritage to go, to go take the job at Tyler Lee out there in, in East Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, they are that's 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 a really interesting job there at Heritage because it's it's in the Metroplex. Your facilities, in, good facilities. You're in five AD one where I think you can you can you can do some damage, um, but. You, you've got to get out of your own region, basically. Yeah, you got to get out of your district. Yeah, that district they're in, one through eight. I mm-hmm. think I think all eight teams made the playoffs last mm-hmm. year. It's yeah. a really deep mm-hmm. district. There's no real, like, power power. I mean, Red Oak might be there potentially. But that district, one through eight, the eighth-place team can beat the first-place team in that district. That's that, a balanced so district. That's, a, that's another good question. Um, how much are coaches looking at when they take these jobs – and, and they consider these jobs. How much are they looking at their district alignment when oh, they come in? They look at it a lot. I can't tell you how many texts I got about the Irving MacArthur job mm-hmm. after realignment. People uh, wanted to get in on Irving MacArthur after the fact. They were waiting to see what district they got in. When they got a good draw, it's all of a sudden a lot more attractive job. I anticipate Irving MacArthur is going to hire uh, at this uh, 
this week. Um, look for a Metroplex uh, coordinator to get that job. Um, first-time head coach. Uh, the other one, and I'm bringing this up only for um, for Ishmael Johnson, but Maynard. Maynard is still open. Um, uh, Jimmy Mitchell uh, has uh, left to, to take over at Edna. Yes. Uh, and so Maynard is open. Uh, any 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 rumblings on what you're hearing out of Mustang? Pretty sure country? that, that that's going to be announced either today or tomorrow, and I'm I'm 99 sure it's going to be an internal hire from within the staff, um, and that the hire may have the uh, just for a hint, uh, this coach may be in competition for the most jacked coach in the state of Texas. Uh. <laughs> I think I put a picture of him in Slack. I was like, I don't want to fight that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's yep. that's that's fair. You know, two two others in the in the smaller school ranks that that I'm interested in is uh, I'm interested to see what happens at Abernathy. Daryl Daly, of course, retired after after a long time. Which was, I've mentioned it on the show, not surprising when you just kind of took a look. His his son Bryson was his quarterback. Mm-hmm. You will see that a lot with coaches who are who have been around a while that they that their son, uh, you know, they want to coach their son and then hit it. And it sounds like that's exactly what Daryl Daly did. Yep. Um, that's a, that's an attractive job. It is, and they 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 they're taking their time with this one. I think because da- Coach Daly is still there and mm-hmm. kind of running off season. Um, I saw Coach Daly at the coaches clinic, um, and. Uh, you know he was he was enjoying. You know he could tell he was kind of ready to ready for for Abernathy to get a guy in there, so he can kind of start to take retire. A step back. Yeah, and just kind of hang out. Um, he was having a good time. Uh, they're supposed to, I think, make the calls out this week for the first round of interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, an inter- interesting guy that I heard was in the mix. I won't say his name, but a, a state champion head coach who retired not too long ago uh, in that area is. Mm. Uh, put in for that job. I talked to him on Saturday, and he did confirm that he did apply for that job. So okay, I think interesting. Yeah. Okay, I'll I think I, I don't I don't know that. Oh, the other one is Crawford. Crawford is they is, just hired. Is, 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 oh, okay, I didn't they see hired it. last night. They had a weird. I saw on their ISD Twitter they had a Sunday board meeting. Mm. They they promoted Greg Jacobs. Okay, uh, which is not a surprise. Uh, Crawford's had some money issues, and so didn't surprise me that they would promote from within. I think the big question that Crawford's going to be: Are they going to actually replace Coach Jacobs' spot? on the staff mm-hmm. as he gets promoted up to the head football coach. So Crawford uh, did make their hire. Another one, uh, Mejia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mejia is nearing – so they're bringing in uh, – they have three finalists. They're bringing them in, uh, t- I think, today and tomorrow for the final round of interviews. You've got an East Texas coordinator, a current head coach in East Texas, and a DFW uh, assistant coach who has ties to the area um, as their three finalists. So I expect a, an, out- an announcement from Mejia – to be uh, had, imminent um, this week, I saw. <laughs> I'll just I'll tell on him. But Frank Sandoval was at. Um, we had him on um, uh, Fox during the um, during the state championship games. We had him on the desk between games, oh, yeah. and you had told me you're like, hey, by the way, like 99 percent sure he's getting the West Mesquite job. He's going to take the West Mesquite job, and so he comes up to, to get ready, and I just go and tap him up, and I'm like, so uh, should I introduce you as the head coach at Mahea? And he's like, yeah, why wouldn't you? And I go. Well, I don't know. You tell me. He goes, I don't know. What have you heard? <laughs> it was a lot of this and yeah, that. Yeah. I ended up what seeing, do you know? What do you, yeah, what do you know? I saw him at the uh, yeah. DFW coaching convention saw, after that. Yeah, so I saw him at the DFW coaching convention, and he goes, and, and he had the audacity. Coach Sandoval had the audacity <laughs> to ask me. He's like, hey, man, how'd you know? That I was taking the Western Ski Jump. I'm like, who do you think I work with? We, yeah. <laughs> we literally both just looked at him like, you're, you're joking, yeah. right? Packers hat. <laughs> Guy who breaks all the stories, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like I knew, but yeah, I was, you yeah. know, that was uh, that was fun, and, and and so I know that he was uh, he's excited to, to go over there at uh, at, at West Mesquite. Yes, yes, yeah. that, that was kind uh, of funny. I will tell you another. Uh, so 
Pflugerville Weiss is another. I talked to Todd Raymond about the the AD mm-hmm. at Pflugerville ISD. Uh, Pflugerville Weiss is a. They've gotten a lot of interest in that job. They're they're well over a hundred applicants. Mm. Uh, so they're they're taking their time going through the applicants to try to narrow the field. Um, Lovejoy's going to hire this week, um, so that'll be another one as well. Uh, and Plainview hired uh, Abilene Cooper OC Jonathan Haddock. Yeah, uh, I thought this was interesting because of, of the three finalists, the two guys that he beat out were Plainview I, Plainview alums. Oh wow! Uh, so he beat out two Plainview alums for that job at uh, Plainview. So he'll be a first-time head coach uh, there at Plainview. Okay. Well, there you go. That's that's the latest on the coaching changes. Uh, with, that's a lot. Uh, Hashtag step bomb season. That's a that's a lot. It's, Which it's, y'all can't see that, but that's what the graphic says. It is it is step bomb season uh, <laughs> yes. around here. Yes. Um, so of course follow me on Twitter. I'm Matt underscore step eight one. And I put a lot of these nuggets in this week in Texas high school football, my weekly column, which mm-hmm. is for our insiders only. A lot of these nuggets that I'm giving you. You can read them. Um, so online. please become a Dave Campbell's Text Football Insider. Textfootball.com slash insider. If you like that, you. if you like stuff like that, become a Dave Campbell's Text Football Insider, including uh, our premium podcast, Tep and Step, uh, which I think we're going to re- record next week. Are we? We, 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 already did fe- we already did our February. Episode. We did our February. I think we should wait until after vacation. Do a March episode. Okay. Because you're gone. I'm gone. First the week in first March. First week in March. Okay, I'm gone. I'll I'm leave gone on the front, of, front end of the second week of March. So yeah. maybe we'll do it like. Around the 15th? Around the 15th. Something like yeah. There. Something like yeah. that. We'll do so, a new episode of Tap and Stuff. So we come to Dave Campbell's Six Football Insider to listen to that. Uh, and yeah. Okay, so you were in Lubbock this weekend. I was. Uh, at, the, at the South Also, Plains yeah, if school. anyone has uh, questions for Step, put them in the yeah, comments. Yeah, put them in the comments. Because he's here. Yeah. Use you, your resources. Yeah, <laughs> use your resources. Uh, you were in uh, you were in Lubbock at the at the South Pla- South Plains Clinic. South Plains Clinic. South Over, Plains Clinic. They had a, almost 400 coaches show up, which is good. Wow. For a, a second year. It's their second year at clinic, and they had almost 400. Just a little shy of 400. Uh, I got. Uh, sorry, Ashley. She's got a lot of interviews to cut up. I did about. She's still got like DFW clinics. You I got, know. You oh got man, long, yeah, we've. Been. Are you done with Longview? We, you still have Longview no, stuff? No, we still have. We still have I, we're ro- I just am rotating through them. Just yeah. rotating through them. We did post. Uh, we, 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 she got the uh, interview with Coach Cluley up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some fun at his lovely wife's expense. Hardly her expense, I would yeah. say. Well, we yes. have, yeah, we had the Watch full that, interview, fun. and then we've got the wife clip on yeah. Twitter, and then I just exported the two-minute drill, so we will have that as yeah, well. Perfect. So, good. yeah, so there's plenty, yeah, lots of interviews. I had a good time in Lubbock. Uh, like I said, very – very underrated town. Uh, ate some great food. Uh, went to Evie Mays on Saturday. Saturday. You were with the you were at the Wolf. I was with the Wolf and Coach Shavers and Coach Cluley, um, as well. So we took a picture with uh, the, the the owner. Man, that's there. a it was a crew. That's a power nexus right there. There was a lot of barbecue being eaten. Let me tell you, man, it was fun. Evie Mays, is you great. Shavers, Cluley, and the yeah. Wolf. Yeah, and the Wolf was was holding Ooh. court, man. He was <laughs> he was awesome. So had a great time. Uh, at the clinic, got a lot of interviews done, and uh, I think that's kind of my last clinic. There is a clinic this weekend in Waco, but I'm probably going to skip it. Um, yeah, because we're now kind of in this weird in-between moment where yeah. where clinic season is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. It's winding mm-hmm. down, uh, and seven-on-seven season is still two months away. Yeah, last the first the last week of April is that first one in Frisco. Yeah, so really these next two months really is focusing on coaching changes and the mag- get, getting the Dang, magazine. Getting the magazine done. A lot of the bulk oh of my, my work on the magazine is these next couple of months. Oh my god, there's so much magazine to yeah, do. So much stuff. So much stuff. Pepper is so excited. Yeah. So. Uh, it's so much. This is my. You know, this is my tenth summer magazine. Man, there's number ten. I don't know. It's been. Uh, 
I'll it's, be breaking it's in. It's fun, though. And uh, by the way, speaking of that, uh, if you know college kids who are interested in an internship at Dave Campbell's yes. Texas Yeah, we need summer interns. So yeah. if yeah. you want to be an intern, we tweeted something at DCTF. And uh, the great Joel Anderson from Slate, uh, who yes. did the uh, who did the, uh, the season three of Slow Burn. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's Joel Anderson. He tweeted about it. Yes. So, he uh, he would do it if he would. Shout out to Joel Anderson um, of, of Slate, uh, one of our favorite people. We do have a question here for Stubb. Go. All right, let's go. Um... Let me change the graphic there. Yeah, Matt's tip. Monday mailbag. Um, what I- Mies wants to know, what is one thing Matt's tried that he'll never do again? So I, if you look at my Twitter profile, I am not a good swimmer. In fact, I really can't swim. Mm-hmm. And Hank I, I yeah. went to Jamaica with my family, and we did cliff, di- diving, cliff diving off of a cliff into this thing called the Blue Hole in Ocho oh, Rios. Nice. Um, and it's like 25 feet deep. And my wife and daughters are basically insulting my manhood and I did it and yeah never again I did it and I survived I'm still here you're still here I'm never do it for that. I will never answer this though like if you're at like a beach will you like go into the water because that's not really like swimming swimming yeah no I'll go into the water you're not afraid of the water, water no yeah. I, just, I just can't swim so yeah. I'm six feet, I mean I'm six feet tall so I'll go in six foot of water mm-hmm. you know, do that, but nice. that's about it are you we were talking about this are you taller than Will no no, Will's, Will's, Will's got, the tallest. Got, yeah, Will's like six three and a half. He's a tall dude. Will is really tall. I'm, uh, I'm just pushing. I'm just shy of six two. The Pleasanton so, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. See, when I when I go to the beach, I've got to like convince myself not not because I'm scared, uh, yeah. but like I just like sitting on the beach more than anything. Yeah. Like, see, I mean, I'm like I'm like a fish. I'm a I'm a I swim like during the summer I swim every yeah, single you were day. Link rat, right? I mean, you oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, any any type of water I'm all in. The very nicest way you were a lake rat. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, uh, yeah, like I'm so I'm going to Jamaica in two weeks again and I probably won't venture to the beach very much. I'll just stay at the resort pool and and just eat jerk chicken and and hang out. Nice. I mean, yeah, so. God, you jerk. Yeah. Ah, I didn't even know. Anyway, and now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's we, second uh, favorite uh, segment. We have oh, some more oh my gosh! More Goodness gracious! <laughs> Mies asked again: Does Step have a favorite step bomb that you've ever dropped? Ooh, that's a good one. That is a really um, good one. You got to think about that one. Uh, Tepper's still walking away. Y'all, y'all can't see him. I think I broke uh, when Tom Westerberg left Allen for Barber's Hill. That, I remember that. I one. broke. I, I literally remember where I, I was sitting at a red light in North Fort Worth on Beach Street. Uh, right by my by my job, um, I was on my lunch break, and I tweeted that one out. And that one got some. It was either that one or the kind of step bomb when Todd Peterman went through his thing at Desoto when mm-hmm. I tweeted out the Desoto school. That was big too. That was those are probably my two most retweeted and, and liked ones for sure. Yeah, the the Westerberg one was was big because I think that's when. It, it was it was obviously post Kyler. He stayed around for Kyler, mm-hmm. uh, and then he left after 2015 to take the job at Barber's Hill. Yeah. They uh, only and, went 14 and one. And that so, year. yeah, they people lost in the like semifinals he, to West. People, pe- uh, yeah, I think people or with the Woodlands, I think wasn't it? It was the Woodlands. No, or was that Gamble's first year lost to Woodlands? But I remember people were going up to it was Westlake because then they lost to North Shore. Yeah, in the title. That's game. right. And they were t- going up to Westerberg telling him how he ruined their weekend because they lost in the state semifinals. And I was like. I think that, uh, that kind of told Westerberg. He was like, yeah, I need to get out of here. But in any case, yeah, I remember I remember that because Allen was at that point the most high-profile oh, yeah. high school football program in America. Yeah. And when they – like when anybody – with the fact that he left there, 
to like, go to Barber's Hill. Like to go to People Barber's Hill. Fathom it. Who at, at that time they were fine because they were under Ronnie Gage, right? Yeah, Ronnie uh, Gage. It yeah. was Ronnie Gage, another state champion head coach. But they uh, like. It was it was people who didn't necessarily understand the ins and outs of, of Texas high school. Like, why in the world? What are you mm-hmm. doing? It, mm-hmm. it, like for other people, it seemed like you were leaving Ohio State to go to, to go coach at like Tulsa, Tulsa. yeah, yeah. Mizzou. Sorry. Yeah, fine. <laughs> tough know. but fair. Uh, the most hated one is, is, was was your most hated step bomb when Joe Willis, <laughs> like on May fifth. Or May May thirtieth or something left uh, left Cedar Cedar Park to go late. to college. I need to go look at those text messages. I think yeah. I probably still have. It. Although that was <laughs> that was the most hated one. Years right? years years ago. Yeah. For those who don't know that, we were uh, it, going to press the next day. It was right? in, yeah, it was the day before we were going to press, and we had he was the coach at Cedar Park, and Cedar Park they was were number one in the state. They, they won state that year. Yeah, they were yeah they were number one in the state, uh-huh. and so we had and, and so obviously when you're number one in the state. We probably interview you, and your name is probably at least five places in the magazine. And so I had to, like, text him furiously, like, oh, my God, dude, please. Like, I, I can keep it quiet. The magazine's not coming out. It takes three weeks to print. Like, can you just confirm yes or no mm-hmm. so that I can do that? And then he said yes, and we had to scrub it and stuff like that. That's probably the one that – that was the one You're, I, I hated. I wasn't working for. with you for you no. at the time. Uh, you were probably cursing me that day. I was. Yes. I definitely was. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else? We've or can got, we go to final thoughts? We can go to final thoughts, to and final I'll thoughts. ask one more question. We'll go to <laughs> Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment's final thoughts. And it's one more question for Step here. Right. Uh, what is your favorite stadium in the DFW, El Paso, and the RGV? Mm. Okay. Uh, El Paso's easy. It's yes. Jones Stadium. Yeah. I'm sorry. Everyone's fighting yeah. for second yeah. place there. And by the way, you, you were talking about most r- romantic high and school stadiums. And by the way, but that's, that's, not to say, that's not to say there aren't other great stadiums in El Paso. I love Canateo Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Castillo's got a beautiful stadium the out there. Coral Athletics, yes. City Center, Eastwood's got a cool place, yeah. but, but Jones is is like the best in the state. Yeah, um, you know that you're talking about. That somebody asked Friday the most romantic high school football stadium. Mm-hmm. It's Jones. They have weddings in Quinceañeras at Jones Stadium. Do they really they take pictures That's and stuff? Awesome. Yeah, because it's so beautiful in the background. Attention, people. If I'll get you the one shot. If here. thank there you. you if your daughter is having a quinceanera at Jones Stadium, or you're getting married at Jones Stadium. We'll come. If you want to drop us an invite, we'll do the show live from there. <laughs> oh yeah. We'll do the show live We're from there. That, that, that's the quote of the day, right? We'll there. Yeah. We'll that's the quote <laughs> of the we'll day. We'll do right. the show. The we will the do the show live from your wedding or quinceanera. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I'll, I'll cut that clip for Twitter. People yes. need to. That's a public oh, yeah. service announcement. But only at Jones. Only at R.R. Jones yeah, Stadium in Jones. El Paso. In uh, DFW, I I stand for Mesquite Memorial. I love that stadium. The remodel's great. The hospitality. The the way that they treat you in. It just the setup and the press box is massive. You can you you don't you're not like up against somebody. You have a plenty of room to. Well, to and work. I love Rockwell. I love the new. Oh, I, I mean, I love the the radio tower. Obviously, is is incredible. It's so unique. Yes. And um, that's yeah. I I would say I, I love that one. McKinney's new place is great. I've yeah I've I've been there and oh man, it's hard to get around there though. Yeah. Like they are they are tight on security, which I mean good for them it's a nice facility you know what ugh. here's another one that i don't think people bring up enough kincaid's really nice yes kincaid's great kincaid's great kincaid's great yep uh right i really, 20 in and yeah. out Boom. i really i really enjoy that and then i've been to one game at cedar hill and i really liked it cedar hill's nice it's a nice too. stadium yeah. too uh okay then RGV. rgv um i love bogus and harlingen yeah bogus and harlingen is probably my favorite but tom landry stadium in mission they remodeled it it's great now so those are my t- top two any stadium with palm trees outside 
Yeah, just big just fan. Little, little, yeah. little Palm, extra. We, we talked about this. Mm. Palm trees, favorite. Ashley, tree. you're going to the Valley Thursday. I am. Oh, man, it is mariachi season. I need, season. I need live. I need. So I live tweeted my Mexican food experience in Lubbock Saturday yeah. night. Will you uh, live tweet your oh, RGV experience? Absolutely. Perfect. Beautiful. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah. I am very, very excited. Yes. So uh, make sure. Although I would, this is a dangerous thing to say. If you have RGV food recommendations. Drop them in the comments for Ashley. Yes, Manny, Manny Gomez from Harlingen. Yeah, so he can, gave you he gave you uh, some yeah, some places. Say, and Manny you, Gomez, you can tweet them too. There's there's few. P- I, I think I, I might trust you more than Manny nah, Gomez. I, tr- I trust Coach Gomez more, more than more than you. Yeah, oh close, yeah, he close. was. He I guess Coach Gomez he can bangers. kick my butt. So that is he's, he's not a man I want to disagree with. No, that's he's, also he's top five Jack coach. He's he's in the mix. Yeah, he's yeah. in the mix too. He's a large human. That's a that's Jack. Yeah. So give me give me food recommendations at Ashley underscore pickle twelve. Okay. That's going to do for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at textfootball.com. Thanks, Steph. Thank you. Thanks to Ashley Pickle and uh, Vince Young. Please get your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow at Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.